Hello, you're listening to Sports and Quirks. I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And we will dive right in with some college basketball. Uh, there have been kind of a lot of upsets lately. Auburn lost to Arkansas. That was a really fun game. Uh, in overtime, I believe. Yeah, in overtime. And then, um, let's see. Arizona, I think they've been doing okay. They got blown out by UCLA uh, a while back, but yes. Purdue lost again. Um, I don't know. I always like to kind of keep tabs on the you know top 10 teams and turn on those score notifications and see if anything gets close. And then if it is, I usually try and watch, but. Uh, I I get that. That's fair. I like hear about just the upsets based off of who I follow on the internet, um, Mm -hmm. those upsets. So of course it's like when Baylor lost to Kansas, which wasn't like a huge upset, but it was was such a huge margin. Like Baylor lost 59 to 83. And that was Mm -hmm. not like, I mean, I was not expecting that when I saw that, I was like, wait, what? Because I didn't even think I would, pay attention to that one because i'm like oh yeah baylor's gonna win baylor's the better team uh wrong mm-hmm. but you know we love to see upsets we're fans of upsets unless it's our team losing and i can finally hey both of our teams are ranked in the top 25 this yes, season I'm just i was gonna say play. big week oh. for wyoming basketball <sighs> big big week for wyoming basketball <laughs> i Saw that, lost my mind a little bit, was a little too excited. Um, and they had, I mean, they just had games back to back to back. And just, oh, I was so excited to see them win all those games. I can proudly say I watch Wyoming basketball this season. It, it's been rough. I, there's a season, his last season or the season before, they won seven games. Tough wow. look. They won yes. as many games as the football team. Tough. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So it's good. Boise State's doing really well. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. both of them can like make it in to the tournament. Colorado State also. And Colorado State's pretty strong. Yep. Like, oh, a thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Utah State. I mean, Utah State was pretty close when they played Wyoming. Um, yep. West Coast basketball. Those are the teams to look out for, folks. Think a, West, a team out of the West is going to win the NCAA. That would be that's, great. I think that's. I think it's going to be like that for both the men and the women. That would be nice. What else we got? Um, some game. upcoming games. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot of good games on uh, this yeah. week. As always, I feel like Saturday is a pretty full slate of games. Uh, I'm most interested in. The Alabama-Kentucky game on Saturday. Uh, I could see Alabama upsetting Kentucky. Uh, This is on the road for Alabama, so don't think it's incredibly likely, but I think definitely possible. Alabama is just such a hot and cold team that you never know what you're going to get. But Yeah. Yeah, that's... it's, It's hard to say... This early, what's going to happen um, with that one? Uh, I, but I see Kentucky really blowing Alabama away in that game. We'll see what happens. And then I think the Texas Tech Texas game mm-hmm. should be a fun rematch. Um, 
both teams are ranked. Texas Tech is ranked number 11. Just the history of the, the coach. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I, I think it, it makes for a fun storyline either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Tennessee and Arkansas, that game I think should also be good. And Iowa, Ohio State, would not be surprised uh, if Iowa pulls that off on the road. No, no I can definitely see Iowa figuring it out because they've been uh they've gone to the tournament the last couple of years they're they're not like a scrub of a program Mm -hmm. in the big 10 is a good conference mostly mostly mostly. (laughs) (laughs) like like the illinois michigan state game both teams are ranked they're pretty it should be a good game like the big 10 Mm -hmm. is not looking too bad um i do feel like the acc could be better (laughs) with you know florida state's not doing they're not ranked they're not as great uh unc like it's just weird to me that unc is just kind of there um for conference play for gonzaga do you does that even phase you at this point um what do you mean how so like, like just the potential for them to lose or no, just like, are they exciting games for mm. Gonzaga fans? Because like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> exciting in that it's like cool to see your team playing well. I think they're really, as, as the people like to throw out in corporate America, they have a lot of synergy. Oh my lately. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think maybe it's just because of the opponents they're playing that they look like they really have things together and they're gelling well um, on, you know, most back, most aspects of the game. But the WCC potentially could have four teams in the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. which would be more than a lot of other conferences that people always throw out as, oh, if they played in this conference, you know, yeah. they would finish in the bottom half or whatever. So we'll see what happens. At the end of the day, even if – the WCC does get four teams in, people aren't going to think anything better of the conference or the teams in it. So, it, I don't know. But it would be nice to see that. Even three would be great. Um, just statistically speaking, when you look at the different the different uh, analytic tools like Ken Palm and the net and whatnot, um, a lot of the WCC teams are doing a lot better than teams in other more major conferences, shall we say. So <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. But it, it is fun to watch them uh, them play well. And uh, it's crazy. There's only four more games left before the conference tournament for Gonzaga. That's not a lot. I think this week should be relatively easy for them. Uh Santa Clara, I don't know, that's maybe a little bit of a, hmm, we'll see. But next week they have, uh, or I guess the week of the 24th, they play on Thursday, San Francisco, and then on Saturday they play St. Mary's. So those two games could be a bit of a test for them, and they're both on the road. So Yeah, and both of them are doing pretty well in the conference. Yes, yes. and just in general this season. So Yeah, I mean, we'll St. Mary's. pan out. Is twenty and six since for San Francisco's twenty one and six, so they uh-huh. not not bad, not bad. 
I mean, I'm hopeful. And seen. And see. I mean, I'm hopeful. That's like I'm jumping off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you were, when you said like corporate corporate America and the synergy, I was like, and then TikTok caught a vibe. Uh, yes, that's that's how they're doing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, insert George Costanza meme. <laughs> Bowing. If only I could insert that into audio tragically. <laughs> there you go, yes. <laughs> I don't have that skill, but if I did, it's okay. it'd go on my resume. <laughs> Love that. Um, well, it's, yeah, it's where men's college basketball is. The women's teams, they stay pretty consistent. Um, yeah, not much. It like I get notifications all the time about close games or upsets and whatnot, and it seems like they're pretty, like, holding steady for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean south carolina number one that's not a surprising thing that's like death taxes in south carolina being ranked pretty high for mm-hmm. as a women's basketball program so um yeah it's i mean we've talked about this even in past seasons where it's like you know that you have there's like this huge separation for women's basketball where you have these programs that are amazing and then you have all the other programs whereas in men's basketball like you have really good programs but you can always have one that is on the rise like gonzaga over the years where gonzaga has been good for so long right and so now of course they get lumped in with blue bloods but they did not before um and i think that'll be true of like some other that has been true of other programs within men's basketball but like women's it's pretty consistent you know that like uconn's gonna be good notre dame's gonna be good arizona's gonna be good like there are no sh- surprises in women's basketball. So it's good. Uh, now that football is completely over, no one has an excuse not to watch the good women's basketball games on Sundays. Cause that's what you've got. You got basketball. Oh, there's also not really much men's basketball on Sundays either. So no. really there's not much sports on TV on Sundays at this point. No, no. And I so. feel like for women's, ball like the best games are like on a sunday afternoon like some of the best matchups um like tennessee will play south carolina um this coming sunday and virginia tech will play louisville maryland michigan stanford oregon uh florida lsu like there's there's a bunch of good games on sunday so Get excited about that. And now for what happened before and after a halftime performance that made people mad. <laughs> you feel like the halftime performance made people mad? People were unhappy about it. I don't feel like what? it's people. I, like people I loved it. I felt like the people that we would know loved it, but I still saw things on the internet where people like critiqued it and they were mad that like oh. Eminem kneeled. And, oh well, there was that. Yeah, I just, sorry, I I kind of forgot about that. Um, yeah, like that was not a major thing. Like I didn't even think about that until yeah. I read about it yesterday, and I was like, oh right, like. Yeah. But for me, it's it's very it's a weird thing when people are like, I'm unhappy about these people, and they're like, the you know, not that anyone takes Charlie Kirk seriously, where if he says like it's not wholesome, but I'm like, they're like that was the most wholesome halftime show i don't know what you're talking about and then i remembered what they were singing about and i was like all right Mm, you know (laughs) activism (laughs) no black lives matter oh no we can't say that um yeah 
<laughs> but like, I didn't think anything of that when I watched that performance. I was like, this is so non. I was just like, oh, these are songs we all used to listen to. Yes. This is fun. Like, I didn't, yes. that's really all I kind of thought about it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. It was not like, I did not think it would be a political thing and people are upset, but I don't care. It's Black History Month and they gave us a Black History Month performance. Yeah. It was excellent. It was great. Everyone's so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like all I can I think. Our uh, favorite comedian, Jared Freed, tweeted something about, it was like 50 Cent, like, looks, has gotten huge or something. And then it was like, me after eating my 30th wing of the day. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, 50 Cent looks big. And I was like, yeah, that was definitely a comment that was made. <laughs> um, yeah. There were lots of comments happened where I was like, man, these guys, they're, except for Snoop. Not, Snoop doesn't look super old. Cent, sorry, Dr. Dr. Wait, who am I talking about? No, I don't know. It is 50 Cent that like okay, people like me jokes or things. Like yes, he okay. went from 50 Cent to a whole dollar. And I'm like, oh. like he doesn't care about these comments. He's wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> he can yeah. eat well. And also he's older. Like it's not easy yeah. to like burn off <laughs> calories as much when you are old. But, yeah. But, you know, whatever. He's living a full life, and we love it for him. He The halftime show was great, and I, um, I have a coworker who was just like, the only person I didn't know songs by was Kendrick Lamar. And I was like, Kendrick Lamar is uh, – he needs to give us some new music. That's what yeah. I think. Huh. I'm waiting. My soul yep. needs it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's been too long from, like, the rappers that were really popular when we were, like, in college. Yeah. Um. But yeah, halftime show, very fun, very exciting. Happy Black History Month, everyone. Uh, I don't think anyone who listens to this would say anything rude to black people, but you have to wait until the end of the month. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I hope not. (laughs) I hope that you don't say it at all, but I'm just making up Black History Month rules as I go along. Like, you know, don't (laughs) touch people's hair. You have to read books written by black authors. All these different things. If you want a full list, uh, you can reach me at at Emil Problems on Twitter, I will send you a list. I had a friend who sent me a list of things you should do for your black friends during Black History Month. And I was like, love it. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, okay, so the Super Bowl, the actual game. Yes. <laughs> who are yes. you pulling for? I definitely wanted the Bengals to win just because they're kind of like the Cinderella. I mean, they're the Cinderella, yeah. I guess I would say, this season. Look at their record. Um, but yeah, obviously that didn't pan out, so... I, you know, I feel the same. I was feeling, I was feeling they could do it. Yeah. Um, if they were maybe not in LA, I think they would have won. But yeah. the home field advantage. I don't. I think the issue was more just Joe Burrow, like there's that him too. getting injured. As soon as he got injured, it was like, well, there's just not going to be enough time. Like with the way that he's playing right now, there's not going to be enough time for them to get something done here, and then. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Like if he had been full, if he had like been completely healthy at that point, I I think they would have had a much better chance of of doing something there at the end. But just you could just tell he was really uncomfortable. Yeah. But. There's always next year. Yeah, and I I don't know. I like it was nice to see Von Miller. It was get a Super Bowl. Another Super Bowl, excuse me. Yes, it, it was good to see. But and yeah, I don't know. There were also a couple of Buffs players that play for the Bengals, so it was like kind of like, oh, that'd be nice. But 
there's a Wyoming player that plays for the Bengals. And I was like, oh, man, no Logan. But the Bengals are young. That was something, like, when the game ended, I was like, they'll be back because they're a young team. It'll be fine. Um, I mean, it's, like, heartbreaking. But, like, as someone watching, I'm like, yeah, it's unfortunate that they lost. But, like, I don't hate the Rams. Like, I don't wish them to lose every game forever. And like Matthew Stafford kind of deserved it after spending so much time in Detroit or yeah. any time in Detroit. Like that's a punishment, the yeah. purgatory because the lions just aren't good. And for folks who are maybe just tuning in and haven't heard all the shade about the lions, they didn't get a win this season until December. Mm-hmm. Like tough look, my guys. Yeah. <laughs> So he earned that and the Rams do, do have like a good number of like really great players. And it, you know, I don't feel like people are super upset about them winning. Like they would have been if um, the Patriots bleh, or the Buccaneers had made it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. what do you think of Tom Brady's retirement? Uh, it's just kind of awkward to be honest. Like, Obviously, the media breaks the news, and then he's like, you know, whatever, haven't decided yet. And then how many days later did he say that he was retiring? Like a day. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. The rollout was not <laughs> not the best. I don't know if, like, some friend of the family, like, leaked something to ESPN or what, but it was just kind of a hot mess. Well, and then for him, like, a couple days later to walk it back... And be yeah, like, yeah, exactly. like I might not. I don't know. It changes day to day. He he he. Like stop like, okay, it. Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Same energy. Exact <laughs> same energy as Brett Favre. It it hurts. But um, we we really are in like a new era of like the NFL with the quarterbacks. So I think like Aaron Rodgers is on his way out. Ben Roethlisberger should be on his way out in the next like couple of years. And so we've got, Wait, did he not say he was retiring? Did Ben, Ro- wait, Ben Roethlisberger announced retirement. I thought he did, but maybe I'm like, maybe I missed that with all the other drama I follow. Cause I, I, yeah, he okay. is retired. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So Ben, Ro- Oh, Sorry. okay. Yeah. So Ben Roethlisberger Good retiring, um, <laughs> Tom Brady retiring. So like we're left with Aaron Rodgers who, might retire just so he doesn't have to play for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I could see him like going to the Broncos and just trying to like do something for a year or two. And okay, but I don't know. I think that'd be good. I mean, he's made a lot of news lately but i don't know if it would be a bad pick for the broncos actually i think it would be pretty good for the franchise um mm-hmm. and by the time that we get to another super bowl time aaron Rodgers, like people won't be thinking people have a short memory they won't be thinking about aaron Rodgers being friends with joe rogan mm-hmm. um like i forget that joe rogan lives in austin but then i'm reminded oh. <laughs> of Didn't it yeah yeah he lives here um but like it's not like, it's only a thing because right now he's, like, in the news. But, like, otherwise you don't think about Joe Rogan. So, like, when Aaron Rodgers is no longer, like, in the news for um, what he's t- said, like, mm-hmm. no one will be talking about him other than how he's playing because he's a really good quarterback. And so um, 
I do look forward to that. I do look forward to the other side of um, these debacles because like, yes, I think there's merit in what people are saying, but also we can talk about new things. Let's, let's talk about just the football piece of the football players and when they're doing dumb things there. Like I'd rather just focus on that because it's just, it's too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that's where that's at. So I, I like that you think the Broncos, I don't support the Broncos, but I'd like to see them have like one more good season. And I think he'd yeah. fit in there. You don't like the Broncos? So I said, yeah, I don't really care for the Broncos. Hmm. Like, I mean, growing up in Colorado, you'd think I would like them, but I don't. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I liked the Giants because they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl when they had no business beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl twice. And then when Josh Allen went to the Bills, I'm like, well, I just like the Bills. And then I love that, like, I love the community outreach that the Bills do, even though every team does that. Like, I do know that every team has, like, a community outreach, like, team. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that is not lost on me. But I just, the Buffalo Bills have a special place in my heart. <laughs> nice. And you're not the first person to not like the Broncos either, so. No, no. <laughs> and it's like, it's okay. It's not hurting the Broncos. It's not like it's a franchise that's like a drain. Like people travel from all around Colorado. Like it, people coming in from Nebraska, Wyoming, probably a little bit from Utah and Idaho to come watch the Broncos. So like, I think mm-hmm. that's cool. And I love that. And it's great that like, it's they're in like a really great market, especially in recent years with the growth in Denver, mm-hmm. but they just are not for me. And John Elway is just, I have my feelings. If you want to hear my John Elway takes, uh, also at me <laughs> at Emil problems on Twitter. And I will share with you my thoughts on John Elway. Um, same with Jerry Jones. So yeah, but I do want to see them succeed. Like that's the thing. I want to see every team do well for a little bit because every fan base kind of deserves that. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Wyoming fan and it's been tough, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I'm a Wyoming fan. And it's been tough and I want good karma. Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Man, I can't believe we're through the NFL season. I know. March Madness will be here before we know it. I know. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. We'll have plenty of uh, updates for y'all when it's March Madness time. Um, I'm going to be up front. I will always just be ready to talk about the West Coast teams. <laughs> <laughs> Too many things are focused on East Coast teams and the Midwest. Like mm-hmm. living in Texas, you get asked, why don't you talk about Texas? I don't know. When they do something, maybe we'll talk about them. Their <laughs> basketball teams are doing well, though. The men and women are. Yeah. Um, so your game of the week is a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you mentioned that when you went through all the different games that are happening on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um. So do you have a hot take this week? Um, so I myself don't have one, but I saw one on Twitter earlier this week that I bookmarked and had to bring up. Um, so someone tweeted, hot take, Kawhi Leonard is a top 10 player in NBA history. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. But it, so it was really funny reading through those replies. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. That's a take. Um, Kawhi Leonard's good. I don't know if he's top 10. Um, yeah. <laughs> and what? I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Hot takes abound on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I love Twitter. Yeah. I know. It's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a hot take yeah it's probably one that it's fine i um i think mayonnaise and i get that mayonnaise and aioli are the same thing in different fonts i get it <laughs> i like aioli better i think the mayonnaise and fancy rebranding works like it just does mm-hmm. psychologically so I like that it has been branded to be like, ooh, a nice garlic aioli or a truffle aioli. And it like comes out of a squeezy bottle in like a stream, almost like a like thinner sauce than mayonnaise. And I look at mayonnaise and it looks like vanilla pudding. But it, it does look right. really gross. I'll give you that. And it just doesn't taste right because I'm expecting vanilla pudding. It like I know it's entirely in my head and I don't care. But I stay. I will stay on this hill and say aioli's better than mayonnaise, yeah. with the knowledge that they have the same base. They're basically mm-hmm. the same. But I am bougie, so let me have this. I think you can have it. Thank you. It's I, okay. I, <laughs> I don't think that's how the people are going to feel, but it's okay. Um, what What were you drinking when you were watching the Super Bowl? Um, so there's this distillery in Spokane, Washington called Dry Fly, um, and they make a huckleberry lemonade that's like made with vodka, but it's basically a seltzer because it's like four or 5% alcohol. Mm -hmm. Um, and they just taste so nice and refreshing without being too sweet or too sour. And they are gluten-free, which is important. And, uh, they're just, I don't know. They're really, really nice. Uh, you can get them. In Colorado, at a lot of liquor stores, so I would imagine you can probably get them in other states too. They seem to be good with like regional distribution. But uh, so that that's my pick of the week. What about you? Um, I like that pick. I think <laughs> I want to try that now. When I'm in Colorado, I'll come get it this summer. There you go. Um, I recently tried this red blend called Bar Dog, and it's very cute. My roommate picked it, and it has a little dog with a little. Thing on it, a little monocle it's very cute um it's very sweet which is weird for me to say about a red mm-hmm. as i'm not into a dry red but this was a very sweet red um it needed a savory pairing and i myself am eating ice cream when i'm drink when i'm yeah when i'm drinking a red wine. So not the best pairing there, but I do not recommend it. It's too much sugar. Another thing I never thought I would say, but <laughs> it was, if you are looking for a red blend, but you don't want something that's super heavy or super dry. Um, I think this is a good pick. It's like very fruity and sweet. Hmm. I will leave that to you. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's an all the time thing because again, I <laughs> like to eat dessert while I drink wine. So I can't have a fruity, a super sweet wine with that. Yeah. But uh, do you have any plugs this week? I don't think I do. Okay, great. 
great. Um, per, <laughs> per usual, listen to Tailgate Society podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Um, just look up Tailgate Society. And uh, you can also, if you're in Iowa, go to Revelton Distillery. They're our sponsor. If you're into distilled spirits, um, you, you might be in luck. And, um, yeah, ready to talk about bigger than sports with your very own Colorado Avalanche? <laughs> yes, although if you don't mind taking lead. <laughs> I would love to. So okay. <laughs> this month, as I've said multiple times before, and we'll continue <laughs> to say it, and again, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see me tweet it at least once a week. Happy Black History Month. And the Colorado Avalanche um, like signed the Get Uncomfortable Pledge um, to start Black History Month. And I would like... Well, I know in my head that lots of teams are trying to really promote women and people of color within ho- the hockey space. It still like surprises me. And I'm like, oh man. So the um, Get Uncomfortable Pledge is a campaign to disrupt racism um, and make hockey welcoming for everyone. And I just think that's really great. Like, so it's the Black Girl Hockey Club. Mm-hmm. They're like, behind this and i mean i learned about them in the last couple of years but yeah. like i love it like i we don't see a lot of black women participating in cold sports and as a black yeah. woman who grew up in a cold place where i should have done cold sports it's nice <laughs> that there's going to be like more representation um for little girls it's really important um like if you all have been watching the olympics um it's been nice to see like the diversity um, just like across sports, whether it's, um, you know, Asian American women competing in like snowboarding or skiing. Um, and then like Erin Jackson, again, happy black history month. She um, is the first black woman to like win a gold medal in speed skating. Oh, yeah. So saw that representation matters so much. Um, so like the fact that the abs are like promoting this and being like, Hey, we should like sign this pledge. We should promote this and black women in hockey and all that. And then they're doing more for like black history month in general. Like Denver is so white. So maybe this is why I'm like so amped about this. (laughs) Yes. Where are the black and brown people in Denver? Bring them out. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, more to come on that, uh, but yeah, some good stuff. And that, that's a great, it's a great nonprofit. Uh, they team up with NHL teams to provide scholarships for um, young black women who are interested in hockey and who are very good at hockey also. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. It's, it's really great. And then the abs are also, they have a, black hockey history mobile museum and i think they had it last week but it's it's cool that they did that it was a uh, walkthrough experience um and showed like different black pioneers and trailblazers as that are like part of the nhl's history um i just about it i'm here for it as usual, representation matters. <laughs> so it's good. Anything else? I think that's all I've got this week. How about you? All right. I think that's it. 
enjoy some basketball this weekend. Yeah, we'll talk to you all soon. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.